Black Tech Green Money isn't just about telling the stories of successful black entrepreneurs. It's also about giving actionable and wealth building strategies that help you protect the future of our communities. That's why we're pleased to be supported by State Farm Insurance. State Farm also believes that we must invest in our communities to achieve economic growth by sponsoring programs like the AXO, which rewards high school students for their academic achievements. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. You know a spot, but not just a spot, the spot. Actually, with the 2023 Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots, being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your frontier in the 2023 Nissan Frontier with standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-feet of torque. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Yeah, I come from the school of Tupac. I'm around. Yeah. You don't want to what? Yeah, me. Me. Tell I'm not your average Negro. Hold up. Tess, I'm gonna ask you a question real quick. Let's just keep a real straight shot with no chaser. I'm gonna get a little bit rough. I'm here for those who really believe in the American process. All of us. Straight shot, no chaser. With your girl Tesla Figaro on the Black Effect Podcast Network. What's happening, straight shooters? This is your girl Tesla Figaro checking in with you. With a few topics I want to discuss that are in the news, as mentioned this season, I'll be giving you more straight shot commentary in addition to our interview. So let's get going. I want to talk to you about the descendants of NWA. Now, if you don't know who NWA is, log off immediately. In fact, I want to know, how did you even find me? (laughs) If you were unfamiliar with NWA, well, in case you're not familiar, NWA is a group that came out in the 90s. NWA stands for Niggas With Attitudes. They came out with a popular song that you may have heard before called F the Police. NWA came out with this song before the movement started of Black Lives Matter, before people even had the nerve uh, to speak up and talk back to the police. NWA did it first in the industry. You may also remember Ice Cube was one of the founding members of NWA, who also was the same person uh, that took the black contract uh, for America to both the Biden team as well as the Trump team during the last election. I'm going to talk about that uh, on another commentary piece, so stay tuned for that. I know this week he gave an update on The Breakfast Club, and I certainly want to chime in about uh, his uh, Black Contract for America, what happened uh, during the time that he took that to uh, the administration, the fallout as a result of that, and the latest update. But right now, let's stick to this story in New Jersey uh, when this guy uh, by the name of Matthews, I believe that's his last name, asked for people to pull up and they obliged him. So quickly, let's listen to the clip so you can get updated on exactly what happened. It all started with the video showing the 45-year-old Mount Laurel resident screaming racist slurs and threatening his neighbors on Friday. And the now viral clip he called for people to show up 
at his home, and that is exactly what has happened. Back to news reporter George Delis, live in that neighborhood with this developing story. Uh, George, let us know what you're learning about this. This has been a very active scene here all morning and afternoon. Protesters have been growing by the hour. Many of them prepared to stay for the long haul. Many of them compared with signs, many of them with chairs. Take a look behind you. You can see some of the activity here as they have staged outside of this man's home. This crowd has grown exponentially, especially as more people have watched this already viral video. Now, things have been peaceful, but there have been a few tense moments. Tensions and tempers flared Monday on Gramercy Way in Mount Laurel, New Jersey. The anger and outrage centered on this. Go, go, back up. Keep backing up. Back up. Keep backing up. Don't touch me. Don't touch me. An explosive interaction between neighbors caught on video back on July 2nd is now part of a police investigation. Oh, it's not Africa. Oh, this is not Africa. I was born in America. So you know According to police, the man in the video in the green shirt is 45-year-old Edward Cagney Matthews. This over here, this over here, both have videotape of you putting your hands on me. Matthews now faces harassment and bias intimidation charges connected to the dispute that, according to neighbors, stem from months of issues with the development's HOA board, including this racial slur written on a board member's fence and years of allegations of harassment of others. Allegations Matthew appeared to address in the video as he uses slur after racial slur. And you want to know where I was when all this happened? I don't care. At work. Keep. I don't care where you were. At work. Just like I told the Mallory police. The tirade continued no, even as an officer on, showed up. You know what? Hold on. Back no, up. no, no. Back I'm going to let you do your thing. Go talk to these. Before the video ends, Matthew gave out his home address, seemingly encouraging protesters who arrived on cue. Matthews later came out to address the crowd, only to be ushered back inside his home. We're not just going to let him uh, harass people, especially black people. Um, within this community or any community. Jasmine Zizinski and her mother, Aaliyah Robinson, showed up to protests and claimed they too were victimized by Matthews in years past. I tried, we have tried to get justice, and if we got justice, this wouldn't be happening now. And again, a live look at the scene here in Mount Laurel, New Jersey. Again, protesters coming in and out. This crowd only growing larger by the moment, it seems. Mount Laurel police said Matthews faces harassment and bias intimidation charges. It's unknown at this point if he's under investigation for any prior allegation. Now, the agency did put out a statement along with the information this afternoon saying they do not condone any of the behavior seen in that video. We are live in Mount Laurel, New Jersey. George Solis, Channel 6, Action News. Ooh, so y'all heard it. Ooh, it was on and popping in New Jersey. Update on the story. He has been arrested uh, as of now, today, Thursday, July 8th. He has been arrested. And so I want to talk about this uh, a moment and kind of go in a different direction uh, that a lot of folks are not addressing on the media. Hopefully you follow me on Instagram. If you don't, please make sure that you do at Teslin Figaro on Instagram so that you can see uh, my commentary on Black News Channel. In case you're not familiar, I am a contributor on the Black News Channel. So I am on pretty much almost every day. Um, So to get updates on current news of the day topics, that's the best place that you can find me. In addition to saying subscribe right here on Straight Shot No Chaser. So I addressed this uh, on television about how, yes, um, you know, he certainly was arrested uh, for bias and harassment. But I also talked about how possibly maybe there should be federal charges uh, for him solicit inciting violence uh, on the Internet. And I want to play quickly where he told people because that clip didn't uh, play it. So I want to play quickly where he told people to actually come see him at his house. Here goes. You can't do shit. 
That's me talking shit. 3602, Bamber she win, that's where I live. Come fucking see me. So you hear him saying, that's me talking shit. Come see me. So guess what the descendants of NWA did? A different generation, not your grandma and grandpa's generation. They did just that. They came to see him. They pulled up right at his house in his driveway about that life. Certainly did not pull up violent, uh, did not do anything to this man, but wanted to make it known that, yeah, we do things a little bit different in this generation. Uh, to be con- quite honest with you, I'm proud. I think that pull up season has been long overdue. Uh, I am grateful that no one got shot for being on that man's property, that they protected themselves, made sure they stayed on the sidewalk, in the street, whatever it is that they need to do. I know the police came out to protect him. But there was something, um, you know, that I noticed interesting about the clip where Matthews literally, when the police came there, did you hear on the clip where they said the police came and he continued to talk his shit? So that just shows you the audacity of white privilege. He said, I'm going to let you do your thing. I'm going to get out the way as if he was giving the police permission to say, hey, it's okay, you can go ahead and do your thing. I'm going to move out the way. Imagine a black person could never, could never. They show up on the scene and, and it's all guns blazing, tasers blazing, guns pulled out. I mean, a black person could never have the audacity to give the police permission to go ahead and do their job. So that's one part I wanted to point out. Second thing that not many people are talking about uh, in the media is my question of, is this time, is this an opportunity for black folks to get an anti-hate bill. A lot of folks said, well, that's more symbolism. That's more window dressing. We need the George Floyd Justice and Policing Act. And I completely agree. People said, well, we need reparations. I completely agree. But let me explain it to you in case you're not familiar and explain to you my position. The George Floyd Justice and Policing Act is for police and the criminal activities of police, meaning making uh, their activities criminal uh, so that they can be held criminally uh, accountable. Uh, held accountable on the civil side. So that is for the police. The anti-Asian hate bill, hate crimes, dealt with citizens uh, that targeted Asian Americans during COVID. Has nothing to do with reparations. We can do all of those things at the same time. Reparations is a uh, debt that is owed, uh, that is either paid out in cash, resources, land, education, and so forth. Has nothing to do with dealing with the hate crimes of individuals who have targeted a certain group and having a uh, a law, if you will, or resources, if you will, put back into that community that's been, that have shown hate crimes towards that certain community. This is the reason why so many people were uh, so upset uh, that the uh, Asian community, which shout out to them for advocating on their behalf, was able to get something done at this administration. And we have yet to be able to see something actually tangible that we can hold on to as far as the black community is concerned. So let me break it down to you quickly what S.937, what that bill is in case you don't have an understanding. You can look this up uh, yourself. I'm just going to give the short version uh, of what this is. A lot of folks said, well, isn't that a COVID bill? Yes, it is. It's a COVID bill because it was attached to COVID. So let me just explain to you what Congress finds actually in this bill says Congress finds the following following the spread of COVID-19 in 2020. There has been a dramatic increase in hate crimes and violence against Asian American and Pacific Islanders. According to a recent report, there were nearly 3,800 reported cases of anti-Asian discrimination and incidents related to COVID-19 between March 9, 2020 and February 28, 2021 in all 50 states in the District of Columbia. 
During that time frame, race has been cited as the primary reason. Let me say it again. During that time frame, which is literally one year, not even one year, March 19th to February 2021. So 11 months during that time frame, race has been cited as the primary reason for discrimination, making up over 90% of incidents and the United States condemns and denounces any and all anti-Asian and Pacific Islander sentiment in any form. Did y'all hear that? Now, black people have been, <laughs> are you kidding me? I can't even get the words out. Black people have been dealing with discrimination and race being the primary reason for over 400 years. Mm-mm-mm. The next bullet point, number four, it says roughly 36% of all of these incidents took place at a business and more than 2 million anti-Asian businesses have been contributed to the diverse fabric of American life. Are you kidding me? These incidents for black folks have been at the business, at home, in our in our houses, at our churches, uh, on the street, through police, uh, through every form of uh, institution in this racist country that BP Harris didn't want to admit that's a racist country. I'm talking about the financial system, the health system, the housing system, the education system, the criminal justice system, and everything else that got a system. Black people have experienced discrimination. And then it says, oh, Asian American businesses have contributed to the diverse fabric of American life. Are you kidding me? Not only have black folks contributed through business. We built this bitch. Let me say it again. We built what is known as American life. Point five says more than 1.9 million Asian Americans and Pacific Islanders, older adults, particularly those older adults who were, who were recent immigrants or have a limited English proficiency may face even a greater challenge in dealing with COVID-19 pandemic, including discrimination, economic insecurity, and language isolation. Wow, so you telling me black folks don't deal with discrimination, economic insecurity? This is the whole reason why we're pushing for reparations. It says, number six, in the midst of this alarming surge in anti-Asian hate crimes and incidents, a shooter murdered the following eight people in Atlanta, Georgia, and then it lists the shooters, and lists the folks who were killed, which are eight people. Can somebody run the list of how many black folks have been killed due to race? I'm not even talking about just with the police. I'm talking about hangings. I'm talking about beatings. I'm talking about dragons. I'm talking about murders. I'm talking about all of that. Can somebody run the list? Because it's damn sure going to be more than eight. And it says the people in the United States will always remember the victims and shootings and stand with solidarity. Put their name on the record. You know, I always talk about put it on paper. Listed their name on the record. So with that said, this bill is designed. I'm going to read the entire bill, but I wanted you to see the framework. That's the framework of who this bill, what this bill address and how it deals with hate crimes, not just falling under the general hate crime. Oh, well, you do have hate crime protection. Just fall under the hate crime. Well, they didn't do this with the Asian American community. They didn't tell them just to default to the hate crime. They got a specific bill and resources that were put back into this community based upon the hate that they received. The anti-Asian hate bill included community centered solutions and provisions to mitigate anti-Asian rhetoric. That means talk like we just saw that Matthews did in New Jersey, meaning 
put, can I say it again? Community centered solutions. Now, what do you think solutions are? The bag. That means this community got the bag to mitigate anti-Asian rhetoric, whatever that is, whether that's organizations that, that go against anti-rhetoric, whether it's training, whatever it is, the bottom line is the bag went to the Asian community to make sure just to mitigate somebody talking bad. But yet y'all tell me I'm, I'm out of order and out of line. When I say this is just, this is not just symbolism. This is actually the bag. Matthews literally spewed his rhetoric on this black man. And it says, let me go further. The anti-Asian hate bill is committed to doing thorough investigations on hate crimes against Asian Americans. On the clip that I just played. When they said, we don't know if there's going to be a further investigation. See, this anti-Asian hate bill, they're committed to doing a thorough investigation on anybody that do anything to Asian Americans. You heard the sister say that we have complained about him time and time again and nothing has happened. What does that mean? No investigation has happened. See, no, the federal government stepped in and said, anybody that do something to Asian Americans, we're going to commit the dollars to make sure that we have a thorough investigation. So again, this is not to be confused with our advocacy for George Floyd Justice and Policing Act. This is not to be confused with reparations. This is something in addition. This is not to say that this will replace reparation of George Floyd Justice and Policing Act or voting rights or any other bill that we're asking for. This is separate and apart for those that say you can't do a bill just for one particular group. No, they did. They slid it in under COVID because the COVID bill had to pass because the America was under a, a pandemic. And so they were able to pass it in to make sure that that community got something. Just like right now, when we're talking about the infrastructure, Democrats are trying to slide in a reconciliation bill to take care of some of the things the Democrats are asking for. And they're fighting that tooth and nail. Now, no, that's not specifically for black folks, but I'm just showing you how a lot of these bills, you know, they'll throw in what they call earmarks and they'll throw in, you know, all of this other stuff in these big, long bills that people never read thousands and thousands of pages to get certain communities taken care of. And what I'm saying is black folks want to know when somebody going to slide in for us. State Farm Insurance gets it. Representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. State Farm understands and wants to help protect our communities by investing in our future, building off the hard work our parents have done before us. We all are looking to create generational wealth so that our families and generations behind us have a better starting point than we did. That begins with financial literacy. State Farm helps fund programs like Project Ready, a National Urban League program committed to the educational achievement of black and brown youth. To date, participants have been awarded over $11 million in scholarships offers as a direct result of contributions from State Farm. At Eating Wallbroke, we hear inspiring rags to riches stories on each episode from our guests, but with State Farm, you can begin to write your own success story. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. You know a spot, but not just a spot, the spot. Actually, with the 2023 Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots, being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. 
Find your frontier in the 2023 Nissan Frontier with standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-feet of torque. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Today is Thursday, July 8th. President Biden is meeting with civil rights leaders. The same civil rights leaders that he met with at the beginning of the year, at the beginning of his administration, he told those civil rights leaders, you need to partner up with the Hispanic community because they're outpacing you. He told those civil rights leaders what he wasn't going to do, what executive orders he wasn't going to pass. He told those civil rights leaders not to get ahead of ourselves when it came to policing because he wants to make sure this is literally what the man said. You can go listen to the tape. You can go listen to the tape. Don't listen to me. Go find the receipt yourself. He said, we don't want to get ahead of ourselves because if anything looks like it's defunding the police, people are going to lose their positions in 2022. He was more concerned with what it looked like to Republicans so that they won't lose their seat. But I got news for you, Joe Biden. Democrats will be slaughtered in 2022 any damn way. Let me say it again. You're going to be slaughtered in 2022 anyway. So you might as well have went balls to the walls and gave black people that put you in office what it is that we asked, what we demanded, what we expected and what we earned. So you can spend the rest of the year talking about voting rights if you want to. But I got news for you. Yeah, we concerned about voting rights, but you better give people something to vote for. Because I know there's a whole lot of energy going into that voting rights. What's up with the George Floyd Justice and Policing Act with qualified immunity? Don't try switching it up. Y'all pay attention. They're going to start switching it up saying, oh, but he got this part of the bill that's good and that part of the bill is good. Yeah, we got all that. We know that part of the bill is good. But we also know that we have some qualified immunity. And if qualified immunity wasn't as important as you said it was, then you never should have put that part of your messaging at the beginning of the campaign when you said you want a qualified immunity. This banana in a tailpipe, switch it up, transformer, like the homies say in the hood. No, we're paying attention this time, Joe Biden. If you're pushing crime bill 2.0, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, let's deal with the crime. Crime went up. Of course it went up. America was shut down. People lost housing. People lost jobs. People lost money. Of course it went up. But let's not use this as an excuse to make sure uh, to avoid you dealing with the things that need to be dealing with. Let's worry about some of these police officers that should be criminals too, that should be getting their ass locked up. Crime for all. Like we say, Medicare for all, crime bill for all, including including the police. And for clarity, uh, if you pay attention to my advocacy, when I talk about my issue with the crime bill, I'm not saying that I think people need to go around and get their heads blowed off and people need to get beat up and you know robberies. That's not what I'm saying. I want to be clear because we're getting ready to go down this slippery slope of this crime bill. And if you follow me, you're going to hear me talk about this uh, more and more. I am talking about my position is making sure that things are fair. If you did a crime due to time, 
I just want the time to be the same across the board for everybody. I just want everybody to have access to representation. I just want everybody to have access to fair DAs. Another reminder, 30 states in 2022 will have DAs on the ballot. Do, do you know if your state falls on that list? I just want folks to say that if I, if I sell cocaine and I sell crack, it's going to be the same thing one-to-one. I get the same amount of time that you get. I just want the same thing when we're talking about when we start digging into crime and why people commit crimes and because they on drugs and because they on crack, let's make sure we get in the same treatment that we give people who are addicted to opioids. That's what I'm asking as we move forward with this crime bill 2.0, because that's what I'm calling it, because that's exactly what it is. And you're going to see Democrats, moderate Democrats all over the country talking about we got to get tough on crime, tough on crime. It's the same repeat of when um, Clinton took office. Just go back and look at your history. Yes, we need police in our community. Yes, we need to stop violence in our community. Yes, we need to stop black on black crime. Yes, if you do the crime, you need to do the time. But also that includes police officers as well. It includes people like Mr. Matthews as well. It includes having bills to protect us against rhetoric in the street, hate rhetoric in the street, hate rhetoric in every institution, hate rhetoric in the justice system. Stop black hate. Well, that's my message for today. I'm not going to hold you long. Make sure that you tune in every week. I'm going to drop something, commentary or a full interview. I want to always keep these commentaries short, but long enough for you to get through a workout at least 25 to 30 minutes uh, of just me giving it to you straight shot as always with no chaser. So let me know if you feel in this new format, because a lot of folks really want to hear my opinion on things. And TV only gives me maybe about 10 minutes of me giving my position and that's usually me being interviewed so I don't get a chance to get all of my thoughts out and of course when I'm interviewing I tend to ask more questions than I do talking so then you don't get my thoughts out on that either so people said hey we want to hear from you and we want to know what it is you think so we're going to make sure that we continue to include these commentary pieces uh, at least every other week maybe every week uh, just as much as I possibly can to stay uh, updated on to keep you updated on news of the day and the things that you need to be looking for also I did start a new channel on YouTube I have several channels, so make sure you pay attention uh, to, to the channels that you're on. This one's called Straight Shot, No Chaser with Tesla Figaro. I am going to start uploading uh, my videos this year this year uh, for our podcast. So we're going to start doing that. Bear with us. My producers, shout out to Marcy and Dwayne. They have a full, full, full plate. I have a full plate. So we're doing all that we can uh, in our little shop. Um, of being able to get stuff out to you on a timely basis so I do want to start building up that YouTube page so please go subscribe to that as well um, and you'll start seeing those videos uh, roll out uh, as we move forward uh, with the new season of Straight Shot No Chaser again follow me on Twitter Tesla Figaro definitely follow me on Instagram uh, Tesla Figaro and let's stay connected let's keep on moving through alright guys until next time like I always say use it lose it but I can't make you choose it that's been a wrap Black Tech Green Money isn't just about telling the stories of successful black entrepreneurs. It's also about giving actionable and wealth-building strategies that help you protect the future of our communities. That's why we're pleased to be supported by State Farm Insurance. State Farm also believes that we must invest in our communities to achieve economic growth by sponsoring programs like the AXO, which rewards high school students for their academic achievements. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. 
I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Become a part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry with an education from Trinity School of Natural Health. Trinity graduates can empower their communities through natural health principles and techniques, whether they go into practice to guide others toward their wellness goals or open a store to sell their favorite health products. Trinity grads are equipped to change lives. With 19 online programs and flexibility to fit your busy schedule, including the popular Certified Natural Health Professional, you can get the training that helps you turn your passion into a career And here's the best part. You can earn the certification in less than a year. From herbology to naturopathy and health coaching, Trinity allows you to make a meaningful difference by helping others live healthier, happier lives. Don't wait any longer to pursue your passion for natural health. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org.